0: Uh, Good to be with you guys. Uh, It is always a joy. I I want you to know that we love your president. We love his wife. uh, We count them as dear friends. And when they said they were coming from California to Minnesota, we were thrilled. We were cheering this on to get them at North Central. And uh, I'll give you a couple things. Um, First of all, for the new students that are here that are checking it out and taking a look, you just... Everything you judge right now, you have to judge with different eyes. You have to judge with your spirit. You have to judge the direction things are going, not if it's perfect or not. You have to look at the direction it's going. And then you also have to look at what you're feeling in your spirit. You have to open up your eyes. Like I, I'm looking at the chapel and I love seeing the people here. I know there's people live streaming. I look each week at our church, at, at a church that's a fraction of what it used to be, but I'm seeing with spiritual eyes of what God's doing. So I just want to challenge you to do that. And I love the spirit that we feel um, during worship, love what God's doing here. I love the direction that the leadership is taking the school, and I couldn't uh, say enough good words about the direction and the spirit of where the school is going. Um, I also believe you have to look at your impact. Where does God want me to go to make a great impact? Um, sometimes we may say, "Where does God want me to go for safety?" And I preached this the other day at our church. I said the world's never been safe. Okay. Is it safe enough? Is it safe enough here? Yes. But it's never perfectly safe anywhere. And I'm so glad that Jesus didn't tell the disciples as soon as it's safe, go into all the world until then just hunker down because it's pretty dangerous out there. I'm so glad he said, you're going out like sheep in the midst of the wolves. All right. You know, but be wise as serpents, but harmless as not. All right. So I just want to say that that uh, you know, we're getting ready to send people all around the world. And people are like, is it safe? I said, no, but it's safe enough. And so we're going and uh, not stopping. I do want to say this. My son Logan is with me. And uh, just wave, Logan. Logan, 2017 graduate of North Central. His older brother also graduated from here, Uh, so we had our boys right here. And I will say this, um, two-thirds of our staff is from North Central, and even as I'm listening to the worship team, I'm like, I might want to hire that person and hire that. I'm just saying, all right. So anyways, uh, all right, we'll be team players. We'll be team players. Um, I want to talk to you real quick about living with the weight, living with the weight. Um, There is a weight right now on our state. There's a weight on our city. There's a weight on the church. There is a weight on leaders, okay? And I want to talk to you about living with the weight. And part of this, I'll give you two thoughts that I have right now. First of all, I hope when you hear this, you start praying for the people that are carrying the weight, okay? Your president, uh, Scott, he just, he makes this look easy, okay? He does, because he's able to carry the weight, okay, because he's been there before, but I guarantee you he wants your prayers. I guarantee you your pastor wants your prayers, so even though, so as I share this, I pray you'll have a burden to pray for people that are carrying more weight than you are, and then I also pray that this will help you to break through, whether it's now or up ahead, to live with the weight that God's uh, put on you, and, um, Every time you you win a victory in life, I believe this, you go to another weight class. You go to another, now. You guys are way too young as students to know this, but back in 1987, there was Mike Tyson boxing on Nintendo. See your president. He knows. He knows. He's old. All right. But uh, I, and I'll tell you, every time you you'd be playing this and you'd beat one of the boxers, and you, finally you beat him. Then the next boxer would come out. He's even bigger. And he has new strategy, and you need new cheats, and you need and 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 it was like okay, new and you had to develop a new skill set to go to the next level. And people say new levels, new devils, and I say new levels, new anointings. There's new anointings there too. So you're going to have to learn to carry the weight. And and if you realize this, there's different jobs that have weight. Have you ever noticed how our presidents like age incredibly when they get elected? You know, they get elected, they look all young, and all of a sudden they're like, What happened? Like, what? Like, it's called the weight of leadership. The weight of leadership. The first time somebody called me pastor, I, I, the weight of that was like, <gasps> I even turned around, like, Who's pastor? Oh, I, I, I'm pastor. I'll tell you a sobering thing that first time somebody ran up to me in a grocery store, a little child, and said, Pastor Rob. And I was like, I'm their pastor. Just, I'm their pastor. And it was like, I almost want to say, God, send somebody else. Send somebody, because the weight of it hits you. The weight of it hits you. But it's not just that. How many know, I want to speak to the manager? And you're like, I am the manager. Like, I wish I wasn't right now, (laughs) because you seem really angry. There's a weight that comes with it, and it doesn't matter. the, The weight of being the RA, the weight of whatever it is. And there's a spiritual weight. The Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty seven, 27, he talks about this, he says, I've labored and toiled, I've often gone without sleep, I've known hunger and thirst, and I've often gone without food, I've been cold and naked. He's like, I've had to endure these things, there's been a weight on me. And then he says, but besides this, everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. He's like, that's the real weight on me. I've got weight on me. And he's asking like for prayer, like I've got weight on me. I need your strength. I need God's strength in this. And I'll give you a list of the weights that are there. I'll respect the time, but there's the weight of loneliness. There's the weight of criticism. By the way, you're gonna get criticized no matter what you do. Moses got criticized. David got criticized. Jesus got criticized. You're gonna have the weight of criticism. And if you can't learn how to handle the weight of criticism without jumping down somebody's throat, you're never gonna be a great leader. You have to have the weight of crisis. You want to know the weight of crisis? Right now, the weight of crisis is on this city. The weight of crisis is on this neighborhood. The weight of crisis, and you have to learn how to handle it. And some leaders do amazing and some fail. You have to have the weight of responsibility, the weight of finance. I don't even want to tell you what my payroll is for our church every year, but it's in the millions of dollars that I have the responsibility to make sure that we're leading a church that will sustain millions of dollars of payroll. It's a weight. There's the weight of the pledges that we make. Do you understand? We have almost 400 missionaries that rely on us for millions of dollars. We give millions, and they're, they're praying, will you come through? Will you build the church? Will you keep my monthly support? When COVID hit, you know what we did? We sent a a stimulus package to every single missionary we supported. We said, we want you to know that we're with you and we're going to send you a stimulus and we're going to send you money right now ahead of schedule so you know that we haven't forgotten you because we knew that they were living under the weight of being in another country and wondering, does anybody care? Is COVID going to leave us high and dry? And so we wanted to say we're with you because there's a weight that's there. There's the weight of bringing the lift. If you're the captain of the team, I'm speaking to captain of the team right now. How many know the captain can't go like, I'm having a bad day. I'm really suffering. I don't know how we're going to play today. Yeah. That team's doomed. They elected you because they want you to bring a word of charisma. We got this today. We're going to kill Goliath. We're going to do this. We're going to win. Now, it may not happen, but they're hoping you'll lift them, you know, so there's the weight of that if you can't handle it take the C off your chest and give it to somebody else you know there's the weight of the sermon you may not realize this every time I preach a sermon six days later I gotta be ready with another one I gotta be ready I gotta be ready there's the weight of everybody that walks through the door of the church I'm responsible it's like the weight of family there's a weight of spiritual attack there's a weight of decision making there's most of the decisions I make are super easy like 1% are like gut wrenching those are the ones I call Scott like help me out Help me out. Matter of fact, I'll tell you this. I'll be transparent. The weight of the statement coming with the Chauvin case right now. I I actually called your uh, president, my friend. He's my friend. And so please don't see any familiarity that's disrespectful. The familiarity here is, is deep friendship, okay? So if I just call him Scott, you understand. I would call him President Hagan as well. And and I tell people at church, call me pastor, call me Rob, call me Ray Jake. I don't care what you call me, just, just have respect, okay? But I call I said. Help me with our church's statement. The weight is so big. Like, I I want your wisdom to weigh in on River Valley's statement because there's a decision making. There were cutoffs, uh, cuts and layoffs because of COVID. There's confidentiality. Do you understand there's things that people know and you have to live with the weight of, I could drop this bomb into the conversation and it would totally change the conversation, but because of the weight of confidentiality, I can't tell you. And I have to let you rip on me and rip on the church and rip on the institution. And I am living with a weight that I have to respect confidentiality. If you can't handle the weight of confidentiality, you can't be a leader. You cannot be a leader because people will not trust you. There's the weight of discipline. I'll tell you something, I'm an executive press with the Assemblies of God, and one of the toughest things in the world is every time we meet, we have the weight of discipline where we're removing people's credentials for things that they've done to violate their call. It's their call, and now we have to make a decision. Sometimes it's cut and dried, and other times it's literally, let's adjourn and take a day of prayer and see what the Holy Spirit speaks to us. There's a weight, if you can't handle it, you just can't move to the next level. There's the weight of betrayal. There's the weight of threats. My wife and I had somebody that threatened our family. They said, we know where you live. We know where you shop. We saw your kids in the grocery store. We're going to get you. We called the police. They said, we couldn't do anything. We called the FBI. They said, we can't do anything because he's just dancing around the threats. And so we're living in the world of we're shopping, wondering who is sending us these notes and these emails and these things saying they're trying to get us. Eventually they caught the person but you imagine you're going shopping and you're, if you can't handle the weight, you, you can't move forward. You get paralyzed. You have the weight of the capital C church. One of the biggest weights that's been on me right now is with the whole thing that happened with the trial. I said, God, it'd be wonderful if, if, if the black bishops in Minnesota would step up and lead the way, and, and I just wish they would come and lead the way, and we should gather the churches together, and if, if the black bishops would do that, that'd be awesome, and God said, why don't you do it? And I said, well, I, I'm not a black bishop, and he said, well, why don't you befriend the black bishops, and why don't you bring them together, and why don't you get the suburban churches and the bishops together, and I'm telling you that God put, I was like, here am I, send them, you know, and God's like, you take that capital C weight, and so Bishop Howell and I, Bishop Daniels, and others that have been meeting together, and I've been taking suburban churches and inner city churches and and using the just owning this weight but thank god they've jumped in and said we'll bear it with you we put together a coalition that's been praying together and praying together and praying together and standing together and, and marching together and doing things and saying god heal our land and we're we're getting ready for even more this week but that's a weight and even myself i was like i want to pass it off there's the weight of failure there's just so many things there's weight weight how do you move forward how do you move forward Um, number one you just got to always make the best honest decision you got to make the best honest decision you have to live in your integrity you have to move forward and make the best honest decision if you are making a decision with an angle the world will discover it you the, the people will not follow you sometimes you have to make the decision that harms you but does better for the group Because you got to make the right, honest decision that you can honestly look at people and say, I'm living under this weight, and I'm going to make the best decision I can make. You have to realize that if you make a decision in the best, honest way, new information may come which may cause you to pivot and change, and it's okay to pivot. It's okay to pivot. How many know that even the Apostle Paul, like, I'm going here, and the Holy Spirit breaks in and says, no, you're going here, you know? It's okay to pivot and change, okay? So, but you make the best decision with what you've got. And, and you trust God. Here's another thing. You keep things in perspective. If you're going to be a great leader and handle the weight, you got to keep it in perspective. This pen, if I keep it in perspective, it's just a pen. But if I take it out of perspective, it becomes a blockage and I can't see. And we've got to keep our problems in perspective, keep them where they should be, and understand that we're going to make it through. That's how I make it through with the weight. Here's another thing. I place the burden aside, and I place the burden into the hands of Jesus. There's two places, aside and into the hands of Jesus. You have to learn when you're leading, boss, RA, captain, anything, there's certain times you have to just be able to set things aside and focus on the pressing need. You have to be able to do that if you're going to handle the weight. You have to. I'll never forget years ago, I had to let a staff member go on Friday. We had to make the tough call and let a key staff member go. We're waiting for church on Sunday morning and the staff is sad because this staff member was loved. Those decisions are never easy and they're all just depressed and there was a cloud on our team and they just sat there like, and I realized there's people coming into church that have no idea what's happened. They need to touch them. There's lost people today that need to find Jesus and we're going to walk out and bring a cloud into the room. And I looked at the team and I said, listen up. You got to place your burden aside right now. You can't bring it in that room. You can't. You got to place it aside. And when you place it aside, you go in there and do what Jesus needs you to do for these next three hours. And then you can pick it back up. But you got to learn as a leader to place it aside and focus on the pressing need right now. The pressing need is not mourning, the pressing need is to bring the message of Jesus to hurting people. And you had to, they had to set it aside. But greater than setting it aside is putting it in his hands. 1 Peter 5 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. You've got to place it in his hands. The burden and the weight, you've got to do it. And there'll be times where you're just like, Oh God, what? Why me? Why me? Which I'll get to this is you got to pray and depend on God in leadership. You got to pray and depend on God. You just got to. I love the honest prayer of Solomon. When he becomes king in the Old Testament, his dad's amazing king, amazing warrior. Now he's king. And this is his prayer. He's like, now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Okay, I love that prayer. I, I've prayed that prayer. I mean, do you know that when I started River Valley Church, I'd stand in front of the church like, hey guys, welcome to River Valley. I'm not a very good pastor, but I'm going to get better. That's what I said. I literally said that. I literally said, just trust me, I'm going to get better. You know? When we did our first building program, it was a disaster. And I stood in front of it and I said, I'll never do that again. I'm going to get way better. I didn't do a very good job. I'm asking God for strength. If you're going to handle the weight, you're going to have to pray like Solomon. it's everything, partner in a business, owner of a business, there's something that's going to come your way and you're going to be like, I am only a child. I have no idea how to handle this, Lord. You've got to get me through this. It's amazing though, once you understand that it's, he's going to do it, he's going to build it, he's going to give you the power. Look at the disciples in Acts 13. In Acts 13, the disciples that were afraid, you know, a few chapters earlier, all of a sudden are now like, hey, We've, God's got this. You've got this. He, he's going to, it's in the name of Jesus we're going to do this. I love the power when they understand, hey, I put it in his hands. We've prayed. He's going to take care of it. I'll give you another one. Um, here's how I handle the weight that God has put on me. I mean, and I've lived through the weight classes of, of intern, uh, which was funny. I was an intern at Cedar Valley years ago, and they showed up and they said, here's your job. Don't create any problems for the summer. It's your job. I said, that's it? That's your job. Just love the students and don't create any problems. I'm like, I think I can do that. I said, no. I was like, I'm ready to preach. And they're like, no, just don't create any problems. Just watch what we're doing. Just, just, just do that, okay? So that was my wait. And then I went to wait a youth pastor, and then I went to wait a senior pastor, then lead, you know, with multi, and all the, but I've gone through these. Um, I've, I've realized this. I don't want to offend the one that's called me to carry the weight. God will call you to carry weight that you didn't know you were, like, you didn't think you had it in you. Think about it. Gideon, mighty man of valor. Who, 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 me? Not me. Moses, I've called you to set my people free. Nope. I don't speak well. I, and you know what Moses does? He immediately says, I would like my brother to carry the weight with me. He does. I don't want to offend the one that called me to carry the weight. I, I, I want to say, God, if you've called me to carry the weight, then I'm going to pray like Paul did where he said this. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. When I'm called to step into something new with weight, I'm like, okay, God, I don't have this, but you do. So because there's less of me and more of you, I actually think we've got a more powerful combination stepping into this new weight class. And so God, I will rest in your grace and in your weight and in your spirit and in your power. That's what I'm going to do. So I love that about this. Um, I, I don't have time to go into all this, but we had a pastor arrested years ago and it made the news. You talk about the weight, how would you like to turn on the evening news and River Valley youth pastor arrested. Lead story. You open the internet, you you open up any news thing, British, American, anywhere, youth pastor arrested at River Valley Church for a week straight. Every news channel, not one, all of them. All of them. We're getting ready to have church right after he was arrested. I didn't know what he was arrested for and all the news cameras are showing up across the street. And they got into our building. They get into my office. Do you have a statement? They got the camera there. I'm, I I I don't even know what he's arrested yet for. I'm like, how do they find out and all this? Uh, so all this is going on. And in that moment, I'm like, God, I I need to cry out like Solomon did. I'm just a child. I I I I need to trust. I need your strength. I need your grace to fill in where I'm weak. So during worship, I came down and fell on my knees. And just cried out, God, you got to get me through this. you got to get me through this church service. We did. We got through it. We found out what it was. We weathered the storm. You know, was amazing is the the FBI and the people that arrested him were actually in our service, like just like pretending they were attenders. And afterwards, they came up and they said, you handled that perfectly. That was so well done. We love the way. We would like to join your church. I'm like, praise God. Does anyone else on my staff need to be arrested? Are we good? Are we clean? We're good, right? We're good. Okay, good. All right. But I'll tell you what, the weight of that moment made me say, God, if your grace doesn't take the lead on this, I'm never going to be hand, able to handle the weight. Ever, 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 ever. I've got so many more. I'm going to teach this at our conference. I think I got like eight more, but I'll just I'll do two things. I'll lead, just two I won't do them all. I respect the time. Let others lift your hands. If you're going to hold the weight, you got to let others lift your hands. Think about Moses in Exodus 17. If he has his hands up, victory. Hands down, loss. Verse 12 says, his hands became heavy. And he literally knew that keeping his hands up equals victory. Hands down, people die. But the physical weight of keeping his hands up caused him to lower his hands, and his people are dying. So immediately the people solve the problem by sit down and Aaron and her will hold your hands up. The weight of your own hands you can't handle, but he's like, I'm going to put two guys, one on each side to help you carry the weight and then you're going to be able to endure it. Look around the room. You will make some of your best friends. And I just feel I'm speaking to those that are looking here. Some of my best friends in life came from Bible school. Right now I could call Dino Rizzo right now. And talk. You know what? When I had a financial crisis, do you know who sent my church $70,000 and bailed our church out in 2008? My roommate from Bible college, Dino Rizzo, Healing Place Church, bailed us out and kept River Valley alive. You want to talk about the value of the decision you're making right now? Who's going to hold your hands up? That's a big decision in life. Who's going to hold your hands up? And I'll tell you what, one of my key decisions was who was holding my hands up. And I thank God for my roommate, Dino Rizzo. I'm just telling you. And the last thing I would just say is this. Be the champion of your weight class. Everyone here is called to carry a different weight. Don't be mad that you're not president. Carry the weight class that God's given you. And like Floyd Mayweather might be the best boxer ever, but he was never a heavyweight. He just owned his weight class. Okay, own your weight class. Don't say, "Well, I wish I." Because guess what? If you if you are faithful with that, God may give you another weight class. But He may say, "That's exactly what I made you for." That's exactly like like Larry Bach is in the exact weight. Like he owns his weight class. Let's be honest. The man owns his weight class, and he has to walk around. Well, I wish was president. No, he owns his weight class. Own your weight class wherever you're supposed to be. God will give you the grace to carry that weight. And when we all do that, the kingdom of God moves forward. Kingdom of God moves forward. So God, I just pray right now, these students will own their weight class. These professors will own their weight class. President Hagen will own his weight class. The pastors in this city will own their weight class. Each one of us will own our weight class because we're trusting in you and we know... You didn't call us to just live an easy life. You asked us to go out and spread the gospel. You said there would be challenges. You said there'd be struggles. You said some people would lose their life. You told us all that, but you said, go, go, go. I'll be with you. So God, I pray that they'd own their weight class. They'd live up to it. They'd fulfill their calling. They'd they'd move your church forward, build your kingdom. And we thank you for this. God, I pray for anyone who feels that their hands are heavy, that they'd find friends that would lift their hands up. God, I pray for anyone that feels... Feels alone, I pray that they'd realize they're not meant to bear this alone, but they can bear one another's burdens. I pray for anyone that feels crushed, 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 crushed by the weight of whatever they're facing. I even think people can be crushed by the weight of finals. Don't let that happen, God. Let them prove themselves strong through the finals. Let them prove it, God. I thank you. I thank you that you you lift the weight. You help us and the weight won't crush us. The weight will make us stronger. It's like doing reps. That's like I get this picture of right now, Lord. It's like doing reps, doing reps, and we're getting stronger from the weight that resists, and we're going to build your kingdom. So I pray we'd own our weight class. We'd be do it for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Can you stand to your feet? Stand to your feet. I'm going to defer to President Hagan. I just, I feel like if you want to take a direction here with closing, I want to hand it back to you and uh, honor you. Powerful. Powerful. Own your weight class. That's good.